And in our final award for tonight, the award for podcast host of the year goes to Eddie. Yay! Ah, uh, thank you for this. I'm very excited. This is really awesome. Like, uh, oh wait, I'm... hold on. Sorry. Yeah, it was a mistake. What? It was actually me. What? Uh, sorry. Oh. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll just sit yeah. down. Then. Yeah. Awkward, but yeah. So much. Yeah. Awesome. Right. And you're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number two hundred and sixty-two for the week of Wednesday, the first of March, two thousand and seventeen. I'm Scott, and with me tonight are Ben, Justin. And Eddie. This episode is brought to you by Mike's Comics and Stuff and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, the AFB team picked their highlights from among the hoo-ha and reveals from New York Toy Fair 2017. So what do you reckon is worse? Like being announced that you won an Oscar when you didn't or having someone else announced that the Oscar, uh, they won the Oscar and then finding out that it was you. <laughs> What's worse? I, I think, think they it, all handled it I pretty think, well. Yeah. But I think it's got to be winning it and then having it taken off you. That must suck. But, but also I, I think it would also equally suck just not getting that moment of, you know, being announced like, you know, it would be such a letdown. But then you yeah. kind of get it when you, like, think you've utterly lost it. And then it's like, no, wait, you want it? Get to come up on stage and take that from Ryan Gosling. How gracious, <laughs> the was, real, yeah, how gracious the real, was that guy? Yeah. That, that, oh, that's just amazing. <laughs> the real winners, though, were those on that uh, Hollywood tour bus who got to come in and run through. Did you see them? Oh, I didn't actually watch the Oscars. <laughs> okay, they got yeah. one of those Hollywood tour buses and brought them into the audience and were... Um, awesome. Set them around through the front row and uh, <laughs> had all that. I think that they were the real winners for the night. <laughs> yeah. well, here, here in Australia, like it's on during our daytime, so I've been working. But you know, the um, uh, big best picture announcement mishap has, of course, been all over the news. So I think I feel yeah. like I've seen that enough to not have to watch the Oscars as well. Excruciating. <laughs> hey, now, Justin, rumors of your death are once again greatly exaggerated. They are. I've just been adventuring. <laughs> adventuring? <laughs> back. Yeah, yeah. Finding things that belong in museums. That okay. kind of thing. Oh, very good. <laughs> yeah. Good on you. Indiana, Justin? Keep, or? Yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of that, during the um, the days in New South Wales when it was about, you know, 65 degrees plus, <laughs> we had um, – we have two air, two air conditioners in the house, one at either end. Yep. And so we have to close off the house to get the most enjoyment out of the air conditioning that's in the lounge room up this side of the house. Yep. So I I made I got some um fishing line and I got some tarps and I tarped off the just the lounge room area so it'd stay cold. Yep. And we had a um Indiana Jones marathon. And I gotta tell you, <laughs> I think <laughs> I think Last Crusade is my favorite Indiana Jones movie now. <laughs> Contra- controversial, but um I watched them back to back, and I think it is. It's it's mine. I I rate it highly. Yeah, it is a good film. Temple of Doom isn't necessarily aging brilliantly. Um, Yeah, you know, it's it's still awesome, but like you can, it's kind of getting a little bit tatty around the edges. But I I love Last Crusade. Next time you watch Temple of Doom, watch it knowing that both Lucas and Spielberg were going through very nasty divorces at the time, <laughs> and it paints that film in a whole different light when you go, and say, oh, I see everything, why yeah. every decision was made in this film now. I actually read that, yeah, after the fact, to see, you know, what other people's reactions were to it, because I remember sitting in the in the theatre in 1984, 3, 4, something like that, and crying uncontrollably about how scary and dark it was. (laughs) It's all about kids being taken away and the Mm. main female characters just 
shiny and screamy yeah. and doesn't have any being yeah. whipped. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I heard. <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh. Ben, anything noteworthy um, happening in your uh, neck of the woods? Well, surprisingly quiet, actually. Just enjoying all the reveals of Toy Fair and planning my spending for the next sort of six months or so. Oh, boy. <laughs> hmm. And what about you, Good Eddie? I've been insanely busy. I'm in the middle of planning a wedding and bucks party sort of stuff as for a groom that I'm uh, a best man for, which has been a pain in the butt trying to get You'd think it would be easy to get men to pay for adult entertainment, but I'm actually mm-hmm. learning it's hard mm-hmm. to get uh, money off them, and I had to put down a deposit on a uh, a stripper bus the other day, which I'm sure is going to stop me from <laughs> running for office anytime. Now, I'm Eddie, sure the problem is be- they want to pay you in cash because they don't want any receipts or anything that can track, track it back. Yeah. So. Well. Better yet. It's on my statement now, unfortunately. Uh, And I've just started uh, pretty much production on uh, directing Romeo and Juliet. So that's going to be a... uh, Awesome. Back into some theatre. So, yeah, I've been... And then just work and toy fair and all that stuff. So I've been very busy. Hmm. Yeah, very good. Very good. Mr. Scotty, how's the equine adventures? Oh, oh, expensive. Um, (laughs) Yeah, the horse is the easy bit. So it's all good. Like I, you know, we, we, we did our research. We know what we're in for. So it's all, um, last weekend was organizing, swapping a vehicle for a vehicle that will tow a horse float. Um, and, uh, which means the, uh, goodbye to my beloved, uh, Holden Commodore, um, whose name is Gomez. Um, <laughs> and, uh, he's a bit of a family icon. So, um, yeah. I, I explained all of his special needs to the guy that we're trading him in for. I'm like, now I just need to tell you his name is Gomez <laughs> and he's got a bit of an identity crisis because even though he's a Holden, he thinks he's from Spain. And the, and the guy was like, mm-hmm, okay. So, <laughs> I don't know if that yeah. affected the trade in price or not, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but all, all good. All good. It's exciting. It's exciting. Yeah. Like it's so, it's so exciting. Okay. Well, Toy Fair happened. And uh, last week we um, had a just a normal review show, and then we had messages and tweets saying, you're going to talk about Toy Fair, aren't you? <laughs> so we're talking about Toy Fair. We're going to um, just do our highlights, not the necessarily comprehensive all the things, um, but we will take a short break and we will come back and we will do that thing. Hooray. All right, sweethearts, what are you waiting for? Breakfast in bed? Another glorious day in the Corps. Day in the Marine Corps is like a day on the farm. Every meal's a banquet. Every paycheck of fortune. Every formation of parade. I love the call. Well, New York Toy Fair is one of the important events on the Toy Collector's calendar. It's where we find out uh, new things that are coming and get some glimpses of uh, things that might come. And we are going to just go through our highlights of the things that stood out to us as most interesting, most uh, noteworthy, and then maybe some kind of general observations to wrap up. We're going to go around the table and just do three companies or three things each. And Ben, you first. Hooray! Yes, no surprise here. Marvel Legends, Hasbro. <laughs> um, wow, they're, they're cranking these things out. Amazing. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I'm actually thinking, you know, through the history of Marvel Legends, and maybe I just haven't been paying attention, but I can't remember them cranking them out as fast as they are currently. I, I feel like every couple of months there's a new wave uh, of figures. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, I think last year's was the biggest year, and this is going to outpace last year's. So, mm, yeah, amazing. We, we haven't even got to San Diego Comic Con or the later mm. half of the year yet. This is just. Well, that's right, and and there's still figures getting around uh, as rumours. So you know that obviously means there's some big news coming at San Diego to continue this. But uh, I certainly think the way Toy Fair, San Diego Comic Con, and of course the New York Comic Con are spaced out, uh, I just feel like we're always getting these announcements of new figures, which is awesome. Uh, but Toy Fair, yeah, look, it was uh, everything we thought it would be in the Marvel Legends stakes. Um, there were a few, uh, I guess sneaks getting around of potential lineups that uh, turns out were actually correct. 
the big ones were the Guardians of the Galaxy series that will tie in with the release of the new film. Uh, we had a pretty good idea of what was going on with this wave, but it's now confirmed. Uh, we have a Mantis Builder figure. Mm. Which uh, which is interesting because uh, quite a few people were moaning online about the size of the builder figure, uh, and I obviously think they weren't around back in the uh, hip monkey and yeah. puck uh, yeah, yeah. days, um, <laughs> and have been spoiled by the recent giants that we've got. Um, well, you know, it's nothing compared yeah. to sort of Galactus and Apocalypse, etc. But anyway, uh, Mantis is the builder figure. If you're not a fan of movie figures, then, um, you know, it's, uh, it's another one of those uh, mixed bag of comic accurate figures and uh, movie related figures. We're getting a Star-Lord and Ego two-pack. Uh, so this is a, a rerun of the Star-Lord figure with the uh, – I'm a bit confused here. I'm assuming Ego – I don't want to sort of give away any plot points, but they've changed Star-Lord's origin a little bit to accommodate this. I don't know. I don't know how much. Yeah, they've, they've changed his actual father. It's a different father in the comics to Yeah. Ego. Yes, uh, yes. Jason. So anyway – yeah. Uh, yes, as it turns out, um, Star-Lord's father is a chubby uh, uh, Kurt Russell, mm. so um, who looks like he just stepped off the uh, the recent Tarantino set. Um, yes, anyway, that's a two-pack. Keep an eye out for that one. Uh, the wave also includes Nebula, uh, movie-accurate Nebula, and she looks quite good. Um, I'm more than happy to add Nebula to my shelf, despite being a, a movie figure. Um, I actually thought the portrait was quite good. I actually think it looks like, what's her name from Doctor Who? Karen Gillan. Uh, Yes, that one. Tom Baker. Yeah, yeah, him, the curly-haired <laughs> dude with the, uh, you know, the jelly babies. Um, uh, in good news, which I didn't realise at the time, but apparently the new uh, Adam Warlock figure, uh, which I, you know, wasn't particularly interested in because I've got the Red Hulk wave figure, um, comes with a swap-out Magus head. Uh, and if you don't know who the Magus is, uh, he's kind of like an alternate dimension um, sort of evil version of Adam Warlock. So that's really, really good news. And I think that's honestly a really smart move from Hasbro. Uh, a lot of people, you know, didn't get Adam Warlock. He's hard to come by in the secondary market and goes for big bucks. So, you know, you're, you're pretty much pleasing everyone. Um, I'm really impressed that they're thinking like that. Yep. Yeah. So, very good. Um, there's a new Rocket with Baby Groot. Um, there's a new movie-accurate Gamora. Mantis is the Builder's figure. Um, Death's Head 2, which, uh, oh, yeah, that's an interesting one, actually. I I mean, yeah, look, he's a great-looking figure. It's the uh, the new version of Death's Head that came out via the, the Marvel UK uh, imprint. Um, it's kind of an odd one to include in the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, wave, un- unless they just sort of decided to do the figure and couldn't really fit him anywhere else. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only connection I could think of was he was created by Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning, who wrote yeah. the Guardians of the Galaxy um, that n- the films are based off of. So, mm. uh, but that, yeah, that was the only real connection. So, what were the other Marvel Legends standouts? Because obviously there were so many, we probably can't go through all of them, yeah. but what else really grabbed any you or anyone? <laughs> Well, I mean, I was actually quite impressed with the ex-Nilo figure from that wave. Mm. He's the last one yeah. in that one. He's from a recent um, Jonathan Hickman Avengers run. Uh, he looks quite good. Um, and then there was the new Spider-Man Homecoming wave, which, again, is split uh, halfway between movie figures and comic-accurate figures. It features a Vulture builder figure. And, um, yeah, this one's going to be pretty easy for me because I'm only interested in the comic figures. Um, but the one that stood out for me, I think, is Tombstone, uh, the yep. Spider-Man villain um i fully expected that hasbro would bring out a new suit buck like a larger suit buck to suit uh suit yeah suit suit to suit uh you know tombstone's modern look and they've actually gone with classic tombstone so he's got that you know, really huge 70s uh, collar that serves no purpose whatsoever um and i think he looks great yeah. i was looking at this and thinking that's a uh easy uh classic blade buck to use you could. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, th- I think that sort of bodysuit with the extra bits is uh, pretty reusable. I think for is it Man Mountain Marco and some of those kind of uh, 
signature yeah. 70s, uh, even 60s Marvel characters. Um, really nifty new beetle. I know the original beetle, the big chunky beetle, is very hard to come by. So this is a male beetle. Uh, I think we've had quite a few beetles now. And, and because the uh, identity switches, that's another universe builder. Uh, and one that I thought was pretty cool was Cosmic Spider-Man. At first, uh, I was a bit kind of like, eh, you know, not that fussed. But he comes with three heads. Uh, and uh, uh, I'm going to casually switch over to Eddie now and, and let him explain it. Yeah, so you've got the uh, Spider-Man cosmic head. You've got the Captain Universe cosmic head, which is just a regular person. And then you've got a bearded Peter Parker head because technically this would be the cosmic Spider-Man from Earth-13 from the Spider-Verse uh, crossover where all different Spider-Mans from across the multiverse uh, came together to fight the inheritors. So uh, that's because uh, uh, we were having a bit of discussion on one of the Marvel Legends boards about the buck being slightly bigger, and a lot of the art of that sort of had him as a bit more of a muscular Spider-Man. So I think it sort of draws inspiration off that. But uh, very happy to have him. Classic Spider-Man run from the 90s as well, where he got the cosmic uh, powers and uh, took on the yeah. Tri-Sentinel. So. Uh, it's definitely a piece we haven't had before. That costume, yeah, the yeah, and certainly for a fuddy duddy like me, sticking that cosmic, uh, the, the Captain Universe head, and that's just a, an extra character to add to my cosmic. Yeah. Oh, that would have display. been a pass for me otherwise. But with that, yeah. it's absolutely, like, okay, want that. <laughs> it is weird for me though that we're getting a Peter Parker bearded head before we've got a regular one though. Mm. But I've heard rumours that uh, I'm sure a thing we'll talk about potentially up uh, the two pack with Mary Jane might yeah. actually have a Peter Parker head in it because we've only seen the publicity shots for that. But yeah. that would be a good spot. I mean, I, I just think it's really clever, some of the stuff they're doing. I mean, people who didn't get Adam Warlock might be inclined to buy two Adam Warlocks so that they've mm. got an Adam Warlock and a Magus, and now they're looking at, you know, multiple versions with that uh, Captain Universe. So um, I, I think, yeah, it's it's very clever, very clever. And this is one they're doing something different with the Builder figure for. You've got the uh, Builder figures of the wings for the Goblin. Uh, not the Goblin, the uh, movie vulture. So you get the yep. movie vulture figure by himself, but to get the big articulated wing pack, that's the builder figure part. Yes, yeah, interesting. The vultures are yeah, single figure, but those wings are pretty impressive, so I can understand yeah. why they've, they've spread it out a bit. And they apparently are fully articulated all across the board, so be mm. see. Mm. Uh, we've got our, our first look at the Netflix figures. They showed the four figures. There was Electra, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and The Punisher. Um, so one wonders at San Diego whether they'll sort of round out that way with another three figures. It'll be interesting whether um, it'll be three comic-accurate figures keeping that kind of uh, mix going or whether, you know, we'll see like a Luke Cage or uh, something like that. Uh, looking at Electra and Jessica Jones, it's pretty obvious where they're getting the buck from to do the Mary Jane from the two-pack. Uh, my biggest disappointment was Mary Jane. Uh, I think the, the sort of that modern head sculpt just doesn't work for me at all. It doesn't have sort of the, the signature hairstyle that I'm used to. Um, but then I'll probably still pick one up and uh, take out my customising tools. Mm-hmm. Something clever I thought for reuse there was her handbag is the goblin pouch. Yes, <laughs> and, uh, I, yeah, I think that's going to get a flogging uh, as time goes on. Yeah. Um, all right, there was also some three and three-quarter news, uh, and interestingly, the three new figures announced in the 12-inch Legends. Uh, we're getting a Thor, a Hulk, and a Deadpool. Um, this is interesting. They must have been pretty far along in production because uh, anyone who's been <laughs> paying attention will know that that first wave of figures um, died in a ditch in a big way, and, and we're going for <laughs> ridiculously reduced prices Amazon was basically paying you to take them because, um, you know, the, I'd say the space in the warehouse was worth more to them than uh, than actually sort of trying to profit on them. Um, I, I laughed out loud because I thought the promo shots for Hulk were hilarious. There's this um, this shot that uh, they've used of Hulk running, and uh, I just thought it looked hysterical. So, um, hmm, yeah. Um, uh, also, uh, in amongst it, uh, I forgot to mention the new Moon Knight which uh, I think oh, yes. has got a pretty mixed reaction. Uh, it is a legitimate Moon Knight costume, um, but it yeah. probably isn't the one that uh, people, you know, that uh, of, of our vintage are used to. I, I'm kind of happy with this because the artist Declan Shelby is a Marvel Legends fan, so I know he was uh, delighted to see 
uh, this design being used. And I found it interesting in one of the interviews with Hasbro, they did say that the uh, Mr. Knight, like the actual three-piece suit version of Moon Knight, mm-hmm. has also been sculpted. Uh, oh, they nice. didn't use it here, but they did work on it and sort of did both and then use this one in the last moment. But there is a um, suited version sculpted and out there somewhere, so probably Excellent. more than likely we'll see that down the line at some point. Oh, that's good news. Good news. I think Moon Knight is one of Marvel's best titles, I think, since Warren Ellis kind of uh, reinvented him. It's been, uh, yeah, a staple for me. So good stuff. All right, uh, other bits and pieces. For me personally, uh, the Four Horsemen had oh, launched their... Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. What, what, what? what? You, you, missed, you missed the most exciting Marvel legend. Oh, did I? Yeah, the A-Force. Um, oh, good grief. Oh. <laughs> Hello? I did too. <laughs> yeah. That's the only it's, reason uh, I showed up this week, people. <laughs> oh, far out. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're doing a box set. Uh, it's chicks. Some girls in like, it. It's got chicks Probably. and there's some, some chick in it. Some, I can't remember what her name is. Probably the most. Photon mis- 7 or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Probably the most misreported piece of news from uh, Toy Fair was this set had a squirrel girl in it. And I yeah. think people <laughs> just saw the Elsa Bloodstone and assumed that was Squirrel Girl because of the brown costume uh, and red hair. Far out. Yeah. I'm um, excited about yeah, that- those people. Yeah, it was, was good stuff. Uh, the A-Force title, I, I actually was reading it, and I was really enjoying it. I think they, they had some good dynamics between the characters. Uh, Medusa, you know, was uh, was quite the bitch, uh, et cetera. And, you know, it was a lot of fun. Dazzler was trying to sort of find her place in the world. Um, and, you know, it, so if you are even remotely familiar with A-Force, uh, there's a whole bunch of new characters here. Uh, the fact that Elsa Bloodstone is, is getting an action figure is really quite amazing. Yeah. But but dun dun dun! She's finally getting made into a toy. Scotty, go on. Yay! And, and, <laughs> and uh, you know, alongside with um, Elsa Bloodstone, which you know, there's a nice little you know next wave um, thing happening there as well. And uh, I believe that might be Lady Sif. Yep. Yes. Great. Yep. So you must be excited about that, Ben. Surely. I'm absolutely stoked. But I, w- I was giving you a segue to introduce your your long sought after. Oh, uh, Monica Rambo. Sorry, I thought you should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and I don't even care that it's not, you know, that it isn't a, a classic costume. Like, I don't care. Um, yeah. Yay. <laughs> but, so, sorry. Really, Who's the sorry. blue chick? Singularity. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, she she was introduced in A-Force and, uh, you know, she's a, a sentient, um, she's sentient universe, sentient, uh, yeah. she's quite powerful. Okay. Uh, but she's basically childlike, so they've kind of um, – so the, uh, there was a massive storyline where she was uh, involved, but now she just sort of hangs out with the team and they keep an eye on her. So um, good to see a new She-Hulk. It'll be interesting to see um, what kind of buck She-Hulk comes on. I think the red She-Hulk buck is quite old now. Um, so whether they get one last use out of that or whether they're going to bring us something new. Um, so, look, I, I'm, I'm really quite keen for this set. And, uh, you know, if if chick figures um, aren't selling well and if the number of Spider-Womans and Hellcats I've seen uh, clogging the pegs or anything to go by, the fact that Hasbro is still keen to try and get fans these kind of characters through stuff, you know, like these, you know, um, is it an Entertainment Earth or is it a Target exclusive? Okay. Um, it's uh, I think Ego is the entertainment. Oh, okay, yeah. So a few of them are actually uh, exclusive to various uh, retailers, so keep an eye on your various news sources for those. Okay, very good, very happy, all good. Moving on, the Four Horsemen launched their uh, Kickstarter for Mythic Legions ver- uh, version 2. Um, so following on from the very successful one, Scotty and I picked up uh, a few of these figures. Um, I was a little underwhelmed with the character selection this time around compared to the previous one. Um, I just don't think it sort of had the same feel to it. Uh, I did end up going for uh, going into the Kickstarter, and um, I think, for about five figures. Um, it was very easy to sort of get drawn in every time they released a, a new stretch goal uh, character, you know, it was someone that was quite um, quite a contrast to the previous figures, so it really got your uh, 
interest straight away. The big issue, uh, the big thing this time is actually female figures. So there's quite a lot of variety. There's uh, female elves, skeletons, vampires, uh, the whole shebang. So very cool. And uh, the the horseman wanted one hundred and forty thousand dollars, one hundred and forty thousand US, uh, to uh, consider it a success. And they just managed to scrape through with a total uh, of, I believe, it was nine hundred and thirty-five thousand dollars. Which is extraordinary when you think that there's only 1,800 backers. That means that some people were Mm. going all in on these. Um, You know, the only disappointment for me is the cost for international uh, is considerably more. So there's really good opportunities with these figures to army build uh, to the point where the horsemen, they sell individual uh, army builders, but then they actually give you army builder packs. So you can get a single skeleton or you can actually get a pack of six skeletons uh, for a discounted price. But unfortunately for international people, even the uh, the discounted ones uh, still work out to be quite expensive. So um, you, you do sort of have to pick and choose with these. But they look stunning. Um, the horsemen... I think did something pretty spectacular when uh, when the the amount really sort of started topping out at sort of seven hundred thousand seven hundred and fifty thousand plus. Instead of actually releasing new figures to be included, um, they actually started announcing that they were putting in additional pieces with each figure. So if you'd already pledged uh, for a certain figure, you uh, you were soon finding out that you were getting additional weapons, swap out heads. Um, some of the people who have open faced helmets we're also getting a closed face helmet included um so you know as it turns out because it was so heavily backed we even getting so much more uh for our money than we thought we were so uh, amazing stuff uh, amazing stuff and uh, i hope this is a, a successful model um going into the future for other companies as well because uh, wow you know that's extraordinary so i think the previous one scotty got about six hundred and forty thousand. It's about that, so, yeah, pretty awesome. All right, moving on from Mythic Legions, uh, something that I've been toying with is the uh, the idea of six-inch Street Fighter figures. And uh, I didn't actually get the soda figures a while back. I just wasn't that impressed with them, and, and now they actually go for quite big bucks on the secondary markets. So um, now there's a couple of new companies that are looking at figures in this kind of scale. Uh, Bandai is one of them, doing SH Figure Arts, and Storm Collectibles is the other one. So I'm going to be checking out both of them as they come out, but the uh, the Bluefin guys had quite the display uh, of all things uh, Japan, uh, and in particular they had uh, some new sculpts for Kami, uh, in particular who looks fantastic as an SH figure arts. Uh, they also had their upcoming uh, Ryu and Chun-Li figures on display, which I think look pretty darn good. Um, gosh, SH figure arts are addictive. Yeah, and I think... The Storms might sort of have them slightly over on Sculpt, but SH Figure Arts, they're just so poseable and dynamic and get those great energy effects going that I think that's going to be the way I'm looking to pick up at least a Ryu and maybe a Chun-Li and sort of the Street Fighter 2 era characters, which are my guys sort of. Um, Absolutely. Kicking those, they just look fantastic and fit in sort of with that Dragon Ball Z stuff a little bit. And they've just proven themselves so well on this type of property that it's a natural fit. Yeah, I'll definitely be interested to see how they scale up. I think the figure arts will be slightly smaller than the Storm Collectibles uh, from what I've seen of the recently released Ryu is that uh, he's quite a big guy. Um, so yeah, I think depending on how you actually want your figures, whether you, you don't mind that sort of oversized, over exaggerated, um, look or, uh, or a bit more of a streamlined, uh, SH figure arts. Um, and of course, you know, they come with all the goodness that you expect. There's the swap out faces, multiple hands. Um, you of course get a stand to, to sort of help you do those crazy poses. And of course the uh, energy effects that Eddie mentioned. So some good stuff there. Um, I uh, yeah I think that pretty much wraps up my news. They're probably my top three. Okay, so I'm going to uh, continue on now. It'll be all things Funko for me. And uh, <laughs> the first bit of news that really caught my eye were uh, the Funko are going to do some '90s Nickelodeon pops. 
Uh, <laughs> and in that wave is going to be um, cat dog, which is um, when my when my firstborn daughter was very tiny. The show used to be on, and she used to wait <laughs> until the. the the uh, intro played and she'd dance around. So I've already <laughs> showed her that and she's already asked for two of them. So <laughs> I mean, this follows on the on the heels of, um, I think, Ren and Stimpy are being released later this mm. month sometime as well. So, And then the other really, really good news is they're doing uh, pop animation from the show called Ah Real Monsters. Now, this was a great <laughs> show that was on from about 93 to about 97. Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't one of those shows that was really – uh, like um, SpongeBob, so SpongeBob has jokes for kids and the adults to watch. This was yeah. basically just back to kids, but it was a great show. And these figures now on eBay are a ridiculous amount of money from the original run. Oh, you really? Know, you're lucky to get them for about fifty bucks carded. You never see any loose, and I've been looking for years. Mm. But from that, we're getting Crumb, Oblina, and we're getting Ickus. And also, the other news for Rugrats fan, we're getting Tommy Pickles. Reptar and Chucky Finster. So <laughs> nice. this is very, very nice. And once again, as you always say, when Funko does things like creatures and monsters, they always turn out for the best. And yeah. I just can't believe how good that cat dog is. I can't wait. <laughs> I have every other bit of cat dog stuff. Um, and this this will be fantastic. So. And the good thing about um, Funko is if uh, if they're showing us this now, they'll probably be oh, yeah. in stores by the time this uh, is you know, uploaded to iTunes. Yeah, there are yesterday. Uh, also, honourable mentions, I couldn't find any mm, shots and there was none to uh, that were displayed at Toy Fair, but we're also getting Captain Underpants as well. So <laughs> uh, two other groovy things from that as well. Um, now, the other bit of news that I have here is that we are getting – Two pops from the upcoming Dark Tower movie, the mm. Idris Elba one and the Matthew McConaughey. And as you can see, I think this is basically the first bit of merchandise that has come through. So, uh, spoilers, Gunslinger <laughs> is not white, so get over it. <laughs> he is in the hands of a very accomplished actor, and I can't wait for this movie to come out. I've looked at the leaked trailer and uh, everything I need Mm-hmm. Get me going is in that trailer so far. So these these are really two really cool additions as well. Um, and I guess if you don't want to look too much, there's a bit of not really spoilers, but costume designs and the rest. So yeah, I, I I'm really looking forward to that. I've been toying with the idea to make a, a Roland Deschane in a 12 inch uh, thing form, custom wise, and collecting all the bits and pieces, you know, from um, getting sideshow stuff. Um, on the cheap, like cowboy hats and the rest of it, but uh, ah, I think yeah, I'll just yeah. uh, wait now to see how it all turns <laughs> out. I'm sure Hot Toys will get in on the action. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But um, now I also have some more Funko news. Uh, the first bit is that we're getting pops from BoJack Horseman. Yeah, so they're Captain Peanut Butter, BoJack himself. <laughs> um, a very, a very funny show that um, everyone should be watching all the time. I'm sad there's no Mr. Adult Pop. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Funko, once again, cranking out more Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, these, you know, younger generation love this thing. I've I've yeah. watched it with my son a couple of times and he's tried to play it, but a uh, bit too creepy for my liking. <laughs> uh, but the character designs are fantastic. They look uh, menacing and cute at the same time, which is uh Always hard to accomplish. And um, they also, Funko also released some of the Rock Candy figures coming out. Uh, they got some Lord of the Rings characters coming out. But the, the really good one is the Ripley from uh, the Aliens franchise. They mm. are putting out one of her. And um, even though obviously the features are exaggerated and a bit morphy, you can see uh, Sigourney Weaver. Uh, yeah, Sigourney Weaver in there. It's, um, it's uh, quite, quite. I don't know. I might actually get that. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's interesting. It I'd like cute. to see how an alien would look in the same style. Mm, no doubt that's they're going to – they'd have to, wouldn't they? <laughs> mm, Depending mm. on the sale, I guess. Mm. Now, more news as well. We're getting uh, the 90s all over again. So we're getting Darkwing Duck um, pop figures yeah. as well. This is going to be excellent. Uh, Launchpad, Darkwing, and all the gang are there. So that'll be another good announcement. Um South Park, we've already had Wave 1 of those, I think, so we're getting Wave 2, I, Terrence and Philip. Yeah, I yeah. think they look odd. I think mm. it's the eyes yeah, that are just eyes. completely throwing yeah. it off for me. Yeah. They, they, they just look 
peculiar. So, I mean, I think the eyes are something that actually makes the South Park characters what they are. So mm, these big yeah. black sort of pupils kind of yeah, just throws off the aesthetics for me. Still sort of works with Terrence and Philip though. Mm. I think it's the same reason Muppets didn't work for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So I have some few more items here. We've got some Borderland, Borderlands. So that's that uh, the video game that the young kids are into <laughs> these days. Troll Hunters, which is a Netflix series, which my son uh, watches as well, which is a pretty pretty fun show. Um, we're getting Despicable Me 3 pops. Um, there's a couple of spoilers in there, I think, so I won't go too mm. much into that. Uh, Tom Cruise Mummy film, which is coming out. Very soon, I think, um, and there's some interesting. Would be the first Tom Cruise pop, I think. Uh, yes. <laughs> getting some Wonder Woman pops from the upcoming movie. I think the Wonder Woman is slightly turning to the left, uh, and it looks to be moulded in in that uh, stance. And she looks really, really good. It's a mm-hmm. very good rendition of uh, Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And uh, the final bit of news that sort of. I'm basically interested, so I'm being a bit selfish here, is the <laughs> Westworld uh, pops that are coming out. Uh, so, Scott, you can get yourself in uh, in pop final form. Uh, final is uh, an Anthony Hopkins one. <laughs> <laughs> All the characters are there. Um, yeah, so that was a – I just finished watching that show, and uh, I think it's one of the best things that's been on TV in the past five years. It's um, a really good show and some really it good is. pops coming out. Yeah. So that's all the pop news you could ever want, and I think that's about it for me. So. <laughs> uh, well, you've done very well, I think. Um, <laughs> a, a few things that stood out uh, to me, um, Diamond Select had some really interesting things to uh, show, and you know whether you collect those properties or not, there's a few things that I was quite interested in. Um, on the uh, DC side, one thing that I just absolutely – um, loved and excited about is, and this, if you're a Batman uh, 66 fan, then you'll um, be excited too, the TV show, and that is that um, they are doing a uh, Shakespeare bust. Um, is it a bank or? Uh, yes, it's a vinyl bust bank. So ah. the the Shakespeare bust um, from the the TV show is coming out from Diamond Select as a um, as a bank, which I think is just awesome um and uh gentlemen i'm trying to put the link in the script to that and there you go all right it's just a bit of behind the scenes magic there people um and uh also super exciting for me is that they are have got many more muppets um to come now i'm not a fan of the muppet mini mates um I, i think they're kind of similar to the pops i don't think just think they're so distinctive that they don't really work but uh and I know it's not Palisades and blah, 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 but mm-hmm. there are, there, for someone who didn't have the Palisades figures, I'm really enjoying the Diamond Select Muppet stuff, and they showed a whole bunch of stuff, including my boy, Rolf, the piano dog. Um, so <laughs> super excited about that. Um, got the rest of the band. We've got Sam Eagle, um, Miss Piggy, of course, a couple that we already knew were coming. Um, but I am very happy about that. Um, Good grief. That, that Shakespeare bust is twin. 20 inches tall. It's very big. Be, I was expecting this little, you know, thing that I can stick a few coins in the back no, of or something. No, I and, think it's like, you know, yeah, life-size. I think it's life-size, yeah. Yeah, yeah I do too. Um, and, and another thing that uh, I am quite interested in that Diamond is doing is this gallery um, PVC statue line, which is mostly Marvel. Um, but that is a very budget-friendly way to pick up some, you know, nice pieces. Like, I've only got a couple of them, um, but the uh, Doctor Strange that came out recently, mm. he was on Toy Fair, I mean, that here in Australia you can get at Zing for, like, under $80. Which yeah, is, I got him. You got him, did mm. you? Yeah, I was, yeah, and I got the Spider-Man one as well. Uh, I was so tempted, but I'm trying to, mm. you know, not buy so many things that are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought oh, I can't go down that slippery slope, but that strange is so nice. But I'm just you know, I've yep. been through the process of selling all of my Bowen designs um stuff as just one, you know, way to make some space and some budget well oh, sorry, I'm playing something hopefully no one else can hear that. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what, guys? I'm not even editing that out. That was just a bit, <laughs> that was just a bit of me playing audio. Um, so that was a bit of Diamond Sledge. Uh Probably my main 
um, excitement in collecting at the moment, besides the good old Sideshow Premium formats, um, is the Mezco 112 Collective stuff. Um, and they showed so many things, like in the lead-up to um, – Toy Fair and then showed them at Toy Fair. Um, you know, quite a few things that we already knew were coming, but then quite a few announcements as well. Um, Doctor Strange, uh, a classic Iron Man, which I think just looks sensational. Isn't it gorgeous. Oh, yeah. You know, fantastic. That's a lock for me. Oh, that's brilliant. And obviously, they spent all of their creativity and problem solving on that, and Wolverine got a little bit left out. Um, mm-hmm. He's not, not quite got the awesome yet. Um, there's something about the Wolverine biker shorts that is not working for me. Ridiculous. Mm, yeah, or most of the internet, I think. So it'll be interesting to see whether that goes through any that, um, changes. That, that Kirby dark side's just oh, beautiful. Sides, yeah, amazing. Wow. Really wow. good. Um, the Doctor Strange, I think, looks fantastic as well. Um, there are Ghostbusters. Um, there are uh, some zombies, which that's probably a bit of a pass for me, just like, mm, ho-hum. Um, <laughs> but on the uh, Star Trek side, which is one of the ones I'm enjoying collecting, we saw Bones McCoy, and then there's also a Kirk and Captain's chair. That's cool. And then, just for something totally random, Popeye. Mm. Yay! I'm yeah. getting that. Yeah. Are you really? Oh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do Space Ghost, but Popeye is probably just a miss for me, only just because you got to draw lines somewhere, hey? Like, <laughs> I think I watched uh, that Robin Williams movie at least once a month. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, I, I'm in love with that movie. Oh, my goodness. It looks good. That that portrait is yeah. just superb. Like that. It is brilliant, yeah. How can that be so nice, yet Wolverine is a complete failure oh. on every level? I, yeah. yeah, I kind of think they learned their lesson from Space Ghost. Like, I, I wish they had the level of realism they did on the Popeye done to Space Ghost. Hmm. Look at I just don't, I think Wolverine um, is a character where the real like the realities of having to just kind of physically make that costume, um, you know, in relation to how it's drawn, are hard. You know, the the six scale Wolverine that's just come out from Sideshow Ugh, I've dreadful. seen in person, and I think it's horrible. Um, mm. And this, I you know, it's. It's obviously just more challenging than you think because, you know, if you look at something like Doctor Strange, I mean, that I think looks amazing. Like it's, um, yeah. you know, really, really nicely done. And so it's not like they haven't tried. Um, but I think that particularly maybe the brown costume, you know, mm. might be just a little mm. bit hard to actually make in 3D. Yeah. Well, one thing I was thinking is we were talking about the diversity that uh, Mezco is really starting to go into with this 112 collective line. Like they're obviously all in, and uh, I think Popeye shows that, but they also showed um, Diabolique, who is mm. uh, an Italian uh, comic book character, quite a successful one, who's had movies and all that sort of thing. And, uh, yeah, he looks very good too. Yeah. Uh, th- that, that's the thing that I really like about this line is that it's uh, – so many it, it's so varied um it's also growing at a rate that you know i think uh for me it's not something that you can collect all the things yeah um, yep. and that's kind of a relief oh there's ash ash as well um ash versus evil dead which looks fantastic um oh that must be where the zombies come from huh dawn uh, dawn of the dead uh, in there as well yeah yeah cool Oh, yeah, sorry, Mm. got it. Um, So that is super exciting. I just got my Daredevil, Punisher, and Green Arrow um, the other day. I haven't had a chance to actually look at them properly yet, but that's all very good. And then finally for me, kind of an honorable mention, I guess, because, you know, we certainly have spent a lot of time uh, rightfully complaining about Mattel and their um, disappointing slash horrific squandering of the DC Mm -hmm. license. And um, amongst the kind of usual blah that they uh, do at Toy Fair, we actually got um, from the Multiverse line, which I guess is the kind of successor of DC Universe classics, um, the you know the inevitable movie stuff, but then a um, pretty comic book. Uh, kind of focused line um, that has got a couple of characters, a a character that we never got in DC Universe classics, which is Batwoman. 
Um, mm. and yeah. then also the Jessica Cruz Green Lantern, um, and a, uh, a, a New 52 Martian Manhunter, a, um, is that a Rebirth Superman? I can't really tell. The, yes, it is. It's yeah. the, yeah. um, old Universe one. Yeah. And then, uh, Michael J. Fox as Two Face. Who is that? I don't know. <laughs> that's um, that's the All Star Two Face. Oh, got it. Okay, John Romita Jr. design. Okay. Yep, and with a Clayface wow. builder figure. How good is that Clayface? I know it's amazing. So it's a kind of like you know happy sad moment of oh, mm. uh, but you know it's nice to kind of throw a bone to the classic collectors. I mean, I, I think that um, it'll be interesting to see how these stack up in terms of articulation, etc., and also how widely distributed they are. Um, mm-hmm. Although, the, the, you know, the multiverse line um, is definitely accessible here in Australia. Um, if, you, if you want it, there's a few places where you can get it. Um, and I do want to give credit, the uh, Jessica Cruz and Batwoman are on new bucks as well, so... Are sort of they? Okay. Yeah, they've yeah. improved upon that female buck, which is... Uh, They're a lot fuller. They don't seem to have the, the stick arms and stuff anymore. Yeah. Hmm. Well, Wait, who's see. the skull guy again? Sorry. It's not Atomic Skull. skull. Oh, the, the skull guy's the Reaper. So he's a Todd McFarlane design from a terrible Batman story called Year Two, <laughs> uh, but was the basis for the Phantasm in that uh, great animated movie, oh, okay. Mask of the Phantasm. And inside Goss I heard on this was they went to make a Phantasm figure and then found they don't have the rights to it because it falls under the animated license, which they don't yeah. technically Um, So they (laughs) went back and sort of reworked it into the Reaper. I like Alan Davis. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Hmm. absolutely. Um, Hmm. Anyway, so those are my standouts. Obviously, the Marvel Legends stuff for me was probably the most exciting stuff happening there. But these are the other things that uh, floated my boat to one degree or another. (laughs) And that means it's my turn to talk about what uh, kept my boat afloat. (laughs) <laughs> and I, I was very, very happy. I uh, think that uh, the company that I'm just about to talk about, NECA, for me, took uh, company of the show because uh, they hit some very great sweet spots for me. Starting with, I, I'm going to say, my biggest surprise of the show, the thing that I didn't know uh, I even wanted till they showed me, which is their <laughs> DC versus line. Uh, so they're doing a line of uh, two packs uh, of figures based off DC comics versing uh, some of the licenses they hold, such as Predator and Alien. Uh, they already sneakily have released one with the Muhammad Ali versus Superman uh, is part of this line. Uh, they just sort of kept it secret that it was a line. Uh, piece, but there's some great ones. So you've got like Batman in his Predator hunting armor. Uh, you've got a Joker alien. And of course, they've sort of used this license as a chance just for them to do a regular Batman and a regular uh, Superman in their sort of NECA detailed style. And those figures look fantastic. Mm-hmm. So it's a great way to sort of backdoor your way through a license yeah. and get uh, figures out there. So uh, I, I would not have expected this line, but very happy to see it. Yeah, I'll be getting yeah. that Gremlins one, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so we uh, <laughs> uh, there's also the uh, Ultimate uh, Gizmo figure coming up with swappable faceplates and mm. uh, a whole ton of accessories. And I'm a huge fan of the Ultimate license, if you've listened to this podcast uh, for the last year. Mm. I've been picking up most of the Ultimate ones. And I actually, I don't know if I've ever said this, uh, on the show, but I had two sort of teddies as a kid growing up. One was a platypus named Hillsville, and the <laughs> other uh, was a Mogwai Gizmo uh, teddy that I got from Movie World. Uh, so I have a very uh, soft spot in my heart for <laughs> Gizmo and uh, being a Mogwai there. And we're finally getting the Gremlin with the machine gun too. A lot of Gremlin fans seem to be happy about. Uh, and now my other big thing that I was wrapped to see uh, I was a huge fan of the Ultimate uh, Ash that they did last year, and they are returning for Evil Dead's 30th with a two-pack with Evil Ed 
and uh, the hero Ash, which is him with the chainsaw and the leather straps. And that's basically an ultimate format with a ton of accessories and swappable heads. And uh, I actually think for my money, I think the sculpt's slightly better on this one than it uh, is on the Metzko one. But the Metzko one is still fantastic as well. It's uh, mm. just slightly uh, edging out here. Uh, we had the announcement of the NECA uh, Aliens Club. Uh, which I haven't really looked into yet. I think there's still some stuff to sort out on the international side, and I generally cherry-pick with aliens. But, Ben, have you looked yeah. into that? Yeah, um, I think it's just an opportunity. Uh, I didn't read anything that indicated that there would be exclusive items for the club, but uh, don't hold me to that. Uh, I think what it is is an opportunity for people to get early uh, purchase. So, uh, you know, if you're into reviewing, uh, being one of those people who gets your review up on YouTube ASAP, uh, then I think it will um, it will suit you. But unfortunately for international people, by the time you, you know, wait for that postage anyway, um, it'll still be old news by the time you get it. Now, probably their weirdest reveal was uh, they're doing the puppets uh, that are based off a Rocky Brisk commercial, which is yeah. like a hand uh-huh. iced tea <laughs> <laughs> that was just a very strange design. And I re- heard Randy talking to me. He said they actually brought the original puppets off Stallone. Uh, in an estate sale that he was having and used the original <laughs> puppets of the more. And I could just imagine somewhere the person who's uploaded that brisk ad onto YouTube being shocked by, like, all of a sudden <laughs> getting hundreds of thousands of views uh, in one day recently and not quite sure what was uh, going on as people tried to learn uh, what was that was about. And we also have some more reveals of their... Uh, one uh, quarter scale uh, figures. So some more movie ones like Doctor Strange coming out. Uh, we had their next Marvel comic one revealed, which is Daredevil, which is a bit of an odd one for me because his outfit's so simple. And what was really cool about the Deadpool yeah. is the stop work that they had going. And this guy looks really good, but I, I don't know if there's enough there for me to fork over sort of the $200 that it goes for uh, mm. on here. I might. This might be one till I wait till I see in person. But I was nice to see some comic accurate stuff in there, though. Mm. Yeah, and I mean the sculpt work that they do is really great, even though it is a simple, simple uniform. But I would have mm. put money; it would have been like a Punisher or a Wolverine or Captain America, one of those they could sort of sink in first. But uh, it wouldn't surprise me if Randy's just a really big Daredevil fan, and it's his chance to. <laughs> to the character that he loves. But I'm definitely keeping my eye on this line as it goes forward after getting my hands on the Deadpool. Mm, I hadn't seen any of this Versa stuff. It's um, There's some really good stuff in here. Yeah, the um, the Batman and Superman oh, yeah. sculpts yep. are really cool. Even <laughs> the Drago versus Apollo. Yeah, yeah. the Rocky too. Yeah. Really cool. I think NECA are keeping, uh, keeping things fresh. I, I think coming up with the, the different ways to keep people interested in things like Predator and Alien, et cetera, um, you know, the announcement of, you know, more uh, diorama or accessory packs with those um, uh, motion-controlled guns, uh, et cetera, uh, that's just that's brilliant. You know, I'll be lining up for a couple of those. So. Yeah, they do, they do a really good job over there. So um, I, I keep being more and more impressed uh, with them as time goes on, and they seem to find ways of getting better articulation in. I just got my Ultimate Predator 2 in the other day, and he might be one of my favorite figures of them yet. He was just fantastic. They managed the articulation they've sort of hid mm, mm. on him, and they just seem to keep improving and improving uh, with each release, which is uh, something good to see there. Now, uh, my next bit of news uh, comes from probably the company that disappointed me the least uh, this year, which was Playmates. I really didn't find much in their Turtles offering at all to excite me, except for the fact that we are finally getting Yusagi Ojimbo, uh, which is a, a character I really do love from the Stan Sakai comics. And what I'm really liking about the Yasagi toys is these ones are really based off the uh, Stan Sakai yeah. uh, artwork. So he's got uh, his sort of uh, blue tunic and uh, samurai pants, uh, long flowing there, the uh, sculpt of the head and just the black lining on that is just perfect. He's even got his little scar 
uh, above there and uh, really digging this figure. And I'm sort of fingers crossed because Playmates do have a habit of pulling back on the uh, paint applications mm-hmm. yeah, and on their yeah. figures from what we see to the actual release. And I really hope this is one they can keep this figure looking ha- as it is as we presented. So even though the majority of the line was a bit disappointing, uh, just having this guy coming out is super uh, exciting for me and uh, definitely one I'll be grabbing. But over on their other line, which um, uh, I know Ben and myself have been disappointed, hasn't really hit Australian shores yet, uh, their Voltron line. Uh, we also got the reveal of they're doing the human figures finally, mm. uh, which to me is an important part of Voltron just as much as robots uh, combining and joining. So uh, that uh, has me more interested in the line than I was uh, before these guys were revealed. They're still getting giving us lots of lines and that coming out as well, and there's going to be lines that can actually fit the pilots into them, uh, even though those lines won't connect. Uh, but uh, very cool to see them still continuing this line uh, going strong. And I've only seen the pilot of the show on Netflix. There's entertain me that they use New Zealand accents for the aliens. Um, <laughs> Reese Darby. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's the funniest pretty, man alive. Yeah. Him uh, in, uh, if you haven't seen that vampire movie that I can never remember the name of. Out of the Shadows? People in the Shadows? What's it called? Now, the episode of the X-Files? Yeah. The new one? That's the funniest yeah. thing I've ever seen. Now, now, yeah. we're not, uh, we're not <laughs> werewolves, we're werewolves. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, in, um, Hunt for the Wildebeest as well. Oh, the Wildebeest, uh, sorry. Uh, I've got that on my Foxtel IQ, I just need right. to find It's a great movie. Heard nothing but absolute mm. brilliant things on yeah. that one, so, uh, very much checking through. So, uh, I, even though I've only seen the one episode, I do recommend, uh, checking that good. show out and so yeah, I've heard nothing fun. but good things. Uh, on it there so some exciting things a bit disappointing overall over there at playmates but uh uh, exciting for those little bits that are coming through and my last bit of news that uh got me excited and might have gotten me a little bit in trouble uh Mm. is the uh amazing (laughs) (laughs) uh yamaguchi uh revoltech uh spider gwen uh figure that was revealed uh, and there was also a sneaky photo someone took of a certain character uh, at one of these, and I didn't realize that the lovely sort of pattern design on the back of the figure uh, was a no photography sign that someone had put up on a Facebook thing, and I thought, oh, I haven't seen too much of this uh, being shared around, so I put it up on Twitter and almost immediately got a notification from Revoltech asking me to remove uh, the <laughs> image of a said hero character who might have a movie coming out this week, uh, if that helps uh, people there. But the Spider-Gwen here is looking fantastic. Uh, the seems to have that Revoltech uh, articulation added in, so depending on how you feel about that, it's going to depend on how you feel about the figure, but uh, really seems to work with the Spider character. She's got a little mobile phone, uh, swap-outable head with that sort of Oscar winner uh, character design uh, in there for Gwen. Just a little bit on the anime side, which I'm not the biggest fan of, but uh, yeah. she seems to have the uh, swappable face plates with the uh, different eye uh, expressions running through there as well, uh, which is nice. And I'm really enjoying uh, this line from the first two so far. So uh, I'm going to keep uh, grabbing them. Now, Scotty, you were disappointed in the Deadpool, so I'm assuming... Uh, these ones here haven't changed your mind at all? Yeah, I, I mean, the articulation and buck is just not for me. So, I, you know, the, the photos I've seen of Spider-Man, for example, I quite like, but then I quite like the photos that I saw of Deadpool as well. Yeah. And then it's just when you when I get it that for me personally, I not being a big articulation person, I was like, well, this is just way too much for me. So, yeah, pass. I- I can tell you the um, if you didn't like the Deadpool because of the articulation, it's pretty much the same on the Spider-Man. It's that same sort of double shoulder joint ones and that, uh, which is it's always very weird moving these Revoltech ones around. They don't you can't move them the way you'd move a normal action figure, but you can uh, sort of 
dismember their joints a bit to get some awesome posing <laughs> out of them. That's just, yeah, <laughs> some very strange thing. Definitely recommend uh, picking up one in hand if you have the chance before purchasing one just to see how you go playing with them. So uh, enjoyment there. And that's uh, also the end of my news there. Well, then that means that's the end of our uh, Toy Fair thing. But any gentlemen, any general observations from the... Oh, you know what we forgot? forgot. Mm -hmm. You know what we forgot? What? The the Batcave. Oh, my gosh! I haven't done any DC. Oh, hello. Hello. Well, I I have to say that I thought DC Collectibles was a little bit of a yawn overall. Mm, It was. And I think that's partly because of their... Uh, model that they have got going where they solicit things closer to when they come out. Um, mm. So they don't have that kind of, you know, lead time that you might normally, uh, I guess, you know, expect. Um, but, uh, yeah, the Batman animated Batcave um, is, with Alfred, is all kinds of yeah. wow. Yeah, fun <laughs> stuff. The um, They were saying a sort of cool story when they designed it, they were sort of going off black and white uh, images. And when they originally made it, they are like, something about this isn't working. Like, it just doesn't look right. It's weird. Like, what have we done wrong? And they'd originally painted it sort of a grey computer colour. And then when they actually went back and looked at the animated cartoon and realised it was a red-coloured uh, computer, uh, <laughs> they were sort of surprised. They were like, who actually owns a red-coloured computer? Like, it's an odd thing, like, but it's the way... <laughs> Uh, Batman has it made is he's got a red colored uh, computer and the other thing uh, from DC collectibles I feel I should uh, mention because me and Scotty are big fans of the icon line the uh, death of Superman two-pack that they're doing as well is very cool there so really nice uh, piece uh, with all the sort of the tattered um, flag of the cape there, diorama base and the different sound effects. And uh, I think the first time you've gotten a dead head sculpt for Superman uh, in a hatching <laughs> form. One thing I think in general is that uh, the companies seem to be uh, – most of this stuff is much more polished – in terms of their presentation and uh, even pre-show media, um, the it makes you kind of less reliant on uh, bloggers' photos and that sort of thing, mm. uh, because pretty much everything either you know has actually been um, you know press photos and stuff already distributed before the show or after the reveals, um, yep. and so it makes it certainly accessible, which, you know, is, is a good thing, I think. Um, and, uh, it, it, I suppose it maybe takes a little bit of the surprise element out of it, but, uh, a lot of it seems less speculative than maybe what we were used to in years past. Like, you know, if you think about San Diego and Toy Fair and stuff, um, you know, we're, we're, used to be kind of conditioned to, oh, well, this is what might come, you know, this, it may not, it, this may not come out, kind of thing. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, whereas now I certainly don't have that um, sense. Um, you know, you, you have more a sense of, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to get all this or I'm going to be yeah. really broke. Or, and you know, I wonder yeah. if that's the company's changing what they, like whether they've revealed things in the past that then don't get made. So they're only revealing now what they're sure is going to come out and, uh, working on things in that sort of yeah, mm. and one another thing I only learnt fairly recently that's a sort of a topic, a bit of trivia thing here. You know when you see uh, at shows like this the grey figures uh, that are coming out, sort of the the test shot ones that they're doing. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. If, yeah. if you've searched and looked at test shot figures online, they're usually sort of different uh, colours of plastic and kind of look weird hodgepodges depending on what uh, colour plastic was in the machine when they did the test run uh, that day. Apparently, most of the grey figures you see are actually that kind of figure that's then painted grey just so they aren't confusing or look weird or people think that's the final sort of paint sculpt or that. They're sort Um, of given a quick grey overspray from that colour. I I thought that was interesting, Mm -hmm. really. I've said that before, but yeah. That is interesting. 
There you go. Justin, any final thoughts, observations? No, always happy to see uh, Spidey villains come to fruition, especially in Marvel Legends wave. So Tombstone is probably one of the biggest gets for me. Um, also, obviously, Cat Dog, which I talked about, and those real monsters from Funko. I think they're uh, what a what a world to dip into. It's uh, yeah. it's really good. We just need a uh, Rocco's modern life, and yeah, I'll be happy. <laughs> I'll have to look for you, Justin, because I think I have an Icus around here somewhere. Oh, I'd have to dig through, but I did have him. You'd like push the back of his head, and his eyes would drop oh, down into his teeth and come yeah. through. Yeah, <laughs> as you do. Yeah, awesome. Well, gentlemen, very good. Uh, it's good to have more of the band back together in the new relaxed, casual, do it as we see it format. Yeah, I'm pantsless now. It's fantastic. Yeah. Wow. Just like breeze coming through the window. Oh, very good. Mm. <laughs> okay. I think we're saying goodbye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that uh, pants, I want to go. Because of that. Yeah. <laughs> good night, nerds. All right. Good job. Right. Thank Justin, you. Justin, put some pants on. The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and can be downloaded direct from actionfigureblues.com. Wherever you listen, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review to help others find our show. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join with all the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, reviews, old lines, and trade and sell in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, the Pop Culture Superstore, Bam Kapow, and Davy Boy's Toys. You can find us on Twitter at AFBlues, on Instagram at actionfigureblues, and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. Thanks for listening. Uh. <laughs> um, and yeah. Keep your eyes open for a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been there? That's, is that <laughs> no? I just oh, remember the ads from Marnie's TV. Like it's one of those iconic. It is. Yeah. I don't know if you guys got it in the other states, but that was nice. <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah. yeah, I don't know about the territories, but the state definitely has it. <laughs> yeah. That that ad used to. Oh, that yeah, was it's still around. Keep. Uh, yeah. Mm. But me. Uh,